Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I see your natch beauty shining through. I see your natch beauty, and that's why I love you. So don't be afraid to cream your neck, your natch beauty, natch beauty. Is beautiful like a honey. Welcome to Natribute, everybody. Welcome to Natribute. One of my favorite parts of my show is vulnerably singing something in front of somebody, a titan of industry. It's one of my favorite things to make them sit there and watch me. And I just did that, and it was really powerful for me. Welcome to Nash Butte, everybody, the beauty podcast where we have fun and we laugh and we embrace our natural beauty and who we really are. I am your host, Jackie J, otherwise known as the Beauty Talk. Shock Jack, your queen of creams, your host with the most serums, the freshest fringe on the West Coast. Yes, my bangs are growing out. Tracy will talk about it. Your favorite <laughs> over 30 niche influencer and your kooky southern aunt. Welcome to Nash Butte. Everyone who's been listening to this show... For any longer than a few episodes, knows that I am a hair color enthusiast. I personally have been coloring my hair for 23 years. I did the math. When I was 13, I was inspired by the pilot of my so-called life. The opening scene of that show is Angela Chase getting her hair colored red in the sink by her friend. And I said, it me. I said, I've always wanted to be a redhead. I want to be a redhead since I was little and I saw The Little Mermaid. By the way... There is a photo of Angela Chase in the book I'm holding right now. <laughs> the inspo pick that informed my entire life is in the book we're going to be talking about today. Today, my guest is a hair care legend, the original influencer. Her art, her point of view has inspired the color trends that we see and participate in. The world's most in-demand hair colorist working with Hollywood's biggest celebrities. Literally everyone you can think of with gorgeous hair. She is conceptualized and executed. Go ahead and go on her Instagram and just get ready to gasp. I'll name a few. Margot Robbie, Dakota Johnson, Jennifer Lopez, Khloe Kardashian, Emma Stone. I mean, they everybody. She is sought after. So the fact that she's here today is extra thrilling because instead of chatting with me, she could very well be doing highlights on Anya Taylor-Joy or something else with her time. So the fact that she's here is very exciting. She's also the co-owner and principal colorist at Mesh Salon. Did I say that right? Because I did yes. look it up. Yes. yes, I did look it up. Mesh Salon in Los Angeles and the author of the new book, that, which I'm holding now, Tracy Cunningham's True Color, the Essential Hair Color Handbook, out now, wherever books are sold. We'll talk all about this book. It's really beautiful. Oh, just inspiration and pictures. And as someone who, again, has been coloring hair over two decades, I do know a little something about the craft. And this book blew my mind. I learned so many things. We have so much to discuss. Please welcome, right here on Nashville, Tracy Cunningham. Welcome, Tracy, to Nashville. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you. And I love that you had to sit through my crazy intro. No, I love it. I love it. Thank you for being here. You're my next door neighbor. Oh, well, where do you live? I just bought That's a house. The highest compliment. <laughs> I'm actually an extremely quiet, good neighbor. You are. Yeah. I'm going to move in next door. Okay, Tracy, I ask every guest on Natribute, the first question is, what type of skin do you have? But I'm asking you, what type of hair do you have? Because you are Tracy Cunningham. I have coarse, curly hair. And I have a Purelux treatment in my hair. And it relaxes the curl. So that wave you have here is a relaxed wave? A relaxed wave. Wow. I think there's a photo of me 
in the book, the early days, mm-hmm. there's a picture of me at Disneyland with nannying with Sophie von Hasselberg and Lily Aldridge. They're little, and I have like huge curly hair. Oh, right there. There it is. That's Honey, me. yes. That's me before my Purelux treatments. Wow. So you've been Pureluxing for a long time? Yes, but no, no, no. Listen, I love that hair of mine also. When these whole keratin treatments came out, I had to have a little, I had to try it. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. It's part of your work. Totally. Well, very interesting. Tracy, do you remember the first beauty product you ever bought or used? Yes. I remember VO5. Hold on, my phone's ringing. VO- it's probably Anya Taylor-Joy wanting new highlights. Okay, VO5, which you mm-hmm. would never use, I'm sure. Oh, and- of course not. But I did when I was oh. little. And cholesterol treatments. I-, I don't know if I'm saying it right. And I remember my mom was just so worried about my hair. And we even got a heating cap to moisturize my hair. It was a whole thing. Yeah. It was a big project. I appreciate it. And I respect the hustle. <laughs> I should tell you that my mom is not a cosmetologist. She did perms on me mm-hmm. in my house and she's not trained. Right. This is what we were dealing with in the nineties. In the nineties. Yeah. These were big things in the seventies. Well, what can I say? Home she's perm. an old soul. <laughs> home per- well, you know what? When she was growing up, when she was growing up, she probably, everybody did home perms. Right. You well, my, so she, I, I think so she just knew. Where are you from? I'm from Dallas. Okay. Yeah. She's yeah. A Southern woman. She knows how to do a perm. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And perms have come a long way. Oh, I know. My sister has one right now. I believe it. Okay. Next question. This is my last warm up question. And I ask this of all my guests because this is Natch Butte. What is the most beautiful thing about you? You mean physically? You can go physical. You can go existential. I get all kinds of answers. You wouldn't even believe the answers I get. Oh, the most beautiful thing about me is my love of cats and family. And- oh, that's my favorite answer. I love cats. I'm a dog owner. My husband's allergic to cats, but I want one. I could just stare at their little faces forever. They're just so cute. They're so cute. And there's so many different kinds. Yeah. They're the best. Best. Okay, we this isn't Natch Cat, unfortunately. So let's talk hair. Let's talk about your work, Tracy. Okay. This is a very weighted question. Okay. Your trajectory in show business is wild, to say the least. It is untraditional. I also worked in the help category. I was a celebrity dog walker for many years. So I sort of relate to your work. The only thing about dogs is they can't tell on you like kids can. So, but you started off in Hollywood. Your first job was you were Bette Midler's daughter's nanny. Mm -hmm. Can you go over your career with us? How you segued your career from celebrity assistant, celebrity nanny to celebrity hairstylist. And the, the moments that sort of blasted you forward your first celebrity client your first big press things like that okay I was working at PMK and I was answering phones and I heard that Bet needed a nanny so I interviewed because I just couldn't answer one more phone mm-hmm. and what a great job it was to be Bet's nanny it was so fun it was like I was living my dream as like all I ever wanted to be was a stay-at-home mom Mm-hmm. So it was the perfect job for me. I got to cook and make carrot cake and it was just fun. I, I can't explain it. It was just fun and play dates and it's just the best job, the best job. But I always had a knack for hair. If you read my book, you'll know that. Yes. So I could always do hair. And when I was a kid, I would do hair all the time. Even in high school, I would take all the kids home and cut their hair and only one did I ever color their hair and I wrote I and I always thought that that's what I would do for a living if I wasn't a stay-at-home mom and when I went to we had a huge earthquake I'm like trying to remember everything Mm -hmm. in order so LA had a huge earthquake I had a tiny baby and 
Bet was leaving. Bet said, I'm leaving. I'm moving to New York. And I got a job for another celebrity. And I told Bet, and she said, I don't want you schlepping for anybody else. I want you to do what you need to do and you need to do hair. So I went to Santa Monica Beauty College and tried to get like a student loan, you know, whatever, whatever you right. do. And it was just, it was, it, there were so many roadblocks. It was ridiculous because I'd worked and I found out if I hadn't worked, they would give me a full ride. But because I was a worker, they wouldn't give me a full ride. And I was so upset about it. I, it doesn't make sense to me. If you're going to put money on somebody, I'm saying the government, if you're going to put money on somebody, who would you choose? Somebody who s- sits around or somebody who's worked since she was 15 years old? It made no sense to me. So I'm having this conversation with Bet, going, I, I just can't even believe it. And so she basically was like, well, I'm going to put my money on you and I'm going to pay for your school. And then. Bet Midler is a real one. That's oh. what we can take from this book. Bet Midler is a real one. Yes, she is. She's a mensch. She's amazing. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. So you go to beauty school and the school, you did not have a good time there, but we, we won't get into that. I didn't have, I did not have a good time. I cried. I cried. I didn't want to go back. I hated it. I loved doing hair, but I hated school. It was horrible. I can't even believe I, I finished, but Chris, my boyfriend at the time and still is, but he would tell me, you have to stay, you have to finish, you have to complete this. And so I did. And, and then you, I, I don't want to finish your story for you. The the key and would you say the key in the hair industry is getting that assistant gig and really learning from that mentor figure? Yes. Yes. You're nothing unless you assist. It's mm-hmm. it's everything to assist. And I remember when I was assisting, I worked such long hours. I don't know how I did it with a little baby. I see all these kids complaining nowadays, being an assistant and working so hard. And I think, oh my gosh, can, I can't even imagine you doing this with a baby. There was just no way. It was a very hard thing. It's still hard. It's hard to be somebody's assistant. It's hard, but you have to do it. You have to learn. And even though, and, and when you work hard as an assistant, you also have to do your own clients so you can learn. So you're really putting in the time. It's like you're getting your master's Plus, you're studying late at night by doing the work. It sounds almost like a hospital, like Grey's Anatomy. Oh, 100%. And then I lived in a Russian neighborhood where everyone in my neighborhood, everyone in my building was a Russian or Hungarian immigrant. My son's first language was Russian, I swear, because I put him in a Russian daycare. And I would come home from work and I would cut all of their hair. And it would be like for $10, for $5, whatever they tip me, and just to make it. Someone turns the corner into the Russian neighborhood, and they're like, everybody in this neighborhood has amazing hair. No, the best thing was is that it was the safest neighborhood. Like, kids could play on the streets. It was so safe. I don't know what it was, but it was amazing. But, yeah, everybody had great hair. (laughs) (laughs) You would be a fun neighbor, just like you think I would be a fun neighbor. Yeah, exactly. They were all coming here from Russia. They were all in like medical school and doing their thing. They're all doctors now and and finance people. And so we were all coming up together. We were all struggling and coming up together. It was cool. That sounds like a good show. Yeah. Whatever the Russian version of Melrose Place is. It's true. Mm -hmm. It's true. Don't take my idea. Okay, I won't. I won't. But add a little mafia in there, maybe. Yes. That's why the streets are so safe. I mean, I'm just thinking. What about Moscow Place? Two on the nose? (laughs) I'm trying to think of something funny. (laughs) Anyway, enough about that, Tracy. We can talk about that all day. Okay, okay. How did that career kind of kick off? Well, I worked really hard as an assistant. And I just remember I was working on a Saturday I came in, my boss was like, I'm not going to work on Saturdays anymore. And I thought that's a great opportunity for me to do clients. Mm -hmm. So I would get tons of people to come in so I could highlight their hair and do whatever. And one day Art walks in, Art Luna walks in and he said, you are so good. He said, I'm putting you on the floor. And I was never more scared in my life because you don't have a salary when you go on the floor. You just don't. So 
he puts me on the floor and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, there's no way I'm going to be able to support my kid. And I'm not making enough money off these Russian haircuts. <laughs> so I was like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? Anyways, it was amazing. Art, art was so supportive and he gave me a lot of clients and my first, I can't remember who my first celebrity client was, but I remember I had three of them. I had Portia de Rossi and Renee Zellweger and Angelica Houston. What a lineup. I would love to see a movie starring the three of them, a right? buddy comedy or something. Right. I love that. Right. And then I also had this actress who was Angie Featherstone who was doing very well in acting back then. And I would, I thought I was, I, I just couldn't believe it. I thought I'm the flavor of the month right now. I thought I was killing it. And I remember telling my mom, I was like, mom, I'm doing Angelica Houston and Renee Selwiger and Angie Featherstone and Portia de Rossi. And she was like, have you met Susan Lucci yet? Have you done, <laughs> have you done anyone on All My Children? And I said, no. And she was like, oh. Maybe one day. That's such a mom response. <laughs> Still to this day, she does not even think that I've made it. Because you haven't done Susan Lucci yet? No, or anyone from All My Children. Well, we got to get that to happen. I mean, I have to. Yeah, I'm, I'll call her myself. My mom will buy perfume from Susan Lucci on QVC. And I'll say, mom, you never even, like, how do you smell it? Like, she's like, Tracy? It's from Susie and Lucci, so it's going to be great. I trust her implicitly. She does. <laughs> I love that loyalty. I want to be on a soap. That sounds fun. <laughs> no, they it's work bad. hard on soaps. Oh, I know. They shoot like 50 episodes a day and they only do one take. Why did they? I don't know why they canceled all my children. It was so stupid. I have no clue. I, I, I haven't tuned in in a while. I'll be honest. <laughs> Some of us have a day job. So you're having these celebrity clients and then what would you say? It just from there grew and grew and grew and grew. It did. It did. And it got fashion designers and actresses and studio heads and agents and managers and moms and lawyers and doctors and everything. Dr. Barbara Sturm, a favorite on this show. Right? Don't you love her? Oh, I... That's hyaluronic. I know it's not cheap, but it is incredible. Okay, so I just had my mask on and I was just talking to somebody on the phone. I was like, I've got to get my mask off. I've got to scrub my mask off my face. It's the best. Have you, have you tried her mask face? No. Mask? What? I am blown away. She has a vagina line that just came out. I'm going to make sure that you get it by, by end of day. Where are you? I'm in Sherman Oaks. Okay, I'm going, or at least by tomorrow. I, oh my it goodness. is the best product. If I were to, if I were to only be able to buy one super like expensive product, mm -hmm. it would be face mask. And I want to tell you, she, she had me try it a while ago and she gave it to me. And I was like, I don't have time for a mask. I don't have time for a mask. I don't have time for a mask. And I kept like putting it off and I was putting my hyaluronic on and the creams and my blood cream. And I loved everything. And then all of a sudden one day I decided to mask because she did a video of it. She did a video of her doing it and then rolling it off. And I just, Oh, I thought, Oh, that's really cool. So I did it. And people were coming up to me and asking me what I did to my face. And it feels so good. Uh, that woman is ageless it's i trust her with my life me too have you tried her vagina products no, i don't even know what you're talking about she put out a line of vaginal washes a vaginal i want to say a vaginal serum this is very recent oh it's so funny i didn't even know that well you know what roll with me kid you'll go far okay <laughs> what's next tracy okay. my uh, my next question for you there's a lot of people out there who are working sort of their First step on their ladder. And when you were Bette Midler's nanny. Yes. You probably learned some skills that ended up being crucial in your career as a colorist, as a salon owner, as somebody who works with celebrities. Can you tell us some of those skills that set the foundation for you? Okay. Composting, recycling. Oh, wow. And never giving up. 
It's beautiful. Bette Midler composts? Are you kidding? If I you love that. Think about throwing away a banana peel and not putting it in the compost container. Like, you don't even want to know. I love her even more hearing that. This was in the 90s, folks. In the 80s and 90s. She was Before compost. it was cool to compost. Oh, yeah. She doesn't do anything because it's cool. She does it because it will keep her up at night knowing that something's wrong in the world. Oh, that's powerful. Shout out to Bet. She's a real one. Yeah. Okay. This is, I would say, the most intriguing, titillating thing that I learned reading your book. You discuss the photo that you bring your colorist for inspiration. Tell everybody the one photo that they should be bringing in as inspiration for their color. This is something that I never would have thought of. Okay, one, I love a child's photo Mm -hmm. because they have the best hair color in the whole world and the best color, the best highlights, the best placement. So I would look at kids and think, okay, that's how you place, that's how you do color placement. And funny enough, I also look at gray hair. A lot of the times the way gray hair is placed, it's also the perfect highlight because it's mostly around the front and it's sprinkled around. Yes, you do become all gray at some point, but also, but the other point in my book about bringing a photo in is you confuse your stylist if you bring in 10 different photos and five of them are not what you want and two of them are in black and white and the other three are all different hair colors. So then you go, okay, so I've got five photos. She likes these two black and white photos and she likes these three colored photos and they're all different. And you tried as a colorist, I used to try to be kind and try to work out in my head what they were thinking. And I would like put them all in my brain and then spit it out. This is what I think. And it's not always right. You have to bring one photo. You have to decide. You can bring 10 photos. Okay. But you have to decide what, which one you want to focus on because it's so confusing and you will not end up with the right hair color. I just want some caramel. Caramel, what is caramel to you? Show me a photo. I want to see what caramel is to you because caramel to me could be light brown to me. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Sometimes people will say to me, I want gold hair. I want to be golden. I want to be, oh, I would just want my hair to be so rich. And then they'll say, Oh, wait, that's golden? No, I don't want that. And they actually want ash. And they'll say to me, I want to be a redhead, but I don't want to be brassy. How do you put red in people's ear and not be brassy? Show me a photo. One photo. One photo. One photo, photo, please. I also found it fascinating that you recommend to bring in a childhood photo of you slash a photo of a child's hair. Children have natural balayage and highlights. Yes. My little niece is four. And I said to my sister, I go, did you take her to, did you take her to mesh? I was like, who did those, (laughs) who did that balayage? And she's like, no, this is just what it comes out. And you also say in your book that it's more satisfying youthful boost than Botox when you have just a youthful hair color. Okay, let's take t- take track of your niece, okay? When she's about 13, she's not going to have those pretty balayage highlights anymore, and she's going to want them. Right. She's going to go to school, and she's going to feel pressure because all the other kids are getting highlights, and your sister's going to bring her to mesh. Yes. It's just what's going to happen. At least keep her away from my, my mom, who would try to give her a perm <laughs> in the kitchen. I bet your mom would do a good job. Probably. The DIYers, you trial by error is how we learn. Yeah, but that's how we learn too. That's what I was saying. When you're an assistant, even though you're tired after working all day, but you also have to go home and do clients, you know, and and practice. And God bless those people that let us practice on them. Even 
in the back when you get more into your book and, and you get more into technique I learned a lot just from that too of somebody I don't color my own hair now but I did for a long time in my youth and I'm like oh using more than one color on your hair only doing your roots and putting a gloss on your tip I didn't know any of those things so it's exciting but we'll get to that I mean I tried to make the book for everyone like yes. it, it's not for colorists it's for the consumer it's and it's also for colorists yes and again, you did, the book is in Gil Sands, which is my favorite font. Anybody who likes fonts, <laughs> any that. font heads out there. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, yeah. So because you love looking at childhood photos, you have some of your clients, you ask them, I would love to see a childhood photo of you. And in this book, you had some of your clients drudge up childhood photos of them. And I found them to be fascinating. January Jones, one of the most stunning women with the most gorgeous hair color. She is, her childhood photos, toe head blonde. So it's fair to say, you're hearing it here first, January Jones, a real blonde. Yes. One of the only ones. So a lot of the times people say, oh, I think she's too blonde, not January, but somebody will say, oh, I think she's too blonde. Don't you think? And I'll say, well, you know what? I bet she was a toehead as a kid. Mm -hmm. So she's just keeping it up. I'm sure of it. And it's usually the case. It's so interesting. I found out in your book that Minka Kelly and Lana Del Rey were blonde children. They're blondes. Who knew? They're blonde adults. Who knew? They're iconic brunettes and they are blonde. What? I just do bases on them. That's so interesting. I'm telling you, this book, Mika the Kelly photos. and Lana Del Rey come in for base colors. Wow. I can't that, imagine. Because if, if it grows out, so their hair is so light. It's like that beautiful light blonde and it's so pretty, but it, you see the line of demarcation when it's growing out. It's sort of like their hair is floating. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's so interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. You talk about this in the book as well, wondering if this is still true. What is the most requested color that you are asked in your salon? And whose picture do people bring in the most often saying, I want this hair? Lily Aldridge mm-hmm. and Jessica Biel. Still to this day. Mm-hmm. Wow. And there you. Are more brunettes in this world than blondes. Yes. I read your book, only 2% of people are blonde, and I that blew my mind. I live in L.A. Everybody's blonde. Yeah. Because of you. <laughs> Sometimes if I squint, I can't tell who, who is who because mm-hmm. so many there's so many blondes. Well, what's California? And, and yeah. I've been blonde before. It is extremely fun. It is. It is. Did you invent the ombre, Tracy? Is that fair to say? Would it be fair to say that that's, that would be God? who created Mm -hmm. the ombre Mm -hmm. fair 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 right again kids with the most perfect hair color it's true but did you recreate god's work i recreated lily aldridge's childhood hair color when she was younger i feel like there were a lot of people rocking roots and harry josh keeping up giselle's color with roots a lot of the models had that rooty look but I don't know if it was on purpose or if it was because they were just so beautiful and they didn't need their hair color done. But the reason why it was so good was because it was on somebody with such dark hair. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it, and, and all of the sudden it became, okay, so Lily Aldridge has like a level five hair and she wanted to be lighter. And I said, well, you can't have a lighter base. Lighter bases would not look good on you. I mean, it would be, but you're a young kid and I don't think that you should have to keep up a base color. So I highlighted her whole head and then Shades EQ, Redken color on top of it that won't lift the hair. It just deposits over the hair. And I put 
dark here and then a lighter shades EQ here. Mm -hmm. And, and it, then it just looked like it had grown out. And if you see the photos of Lily as a kid, it looks exactly the same, but I was highlighting her to her scalp. So it would give the illusion that it was a little bit lighter, but she still had that dark base. So she could go for six months without touching it up. She could go a year without touching it up. What freedom did that give to brunettes all of a sudden? 100%. I've, I'm now on four months with my color and I can't believe it. It's a freedom that a brunette never had before. So you would get highlights and you'd become a blonde. So now these girls had something so cool and someone to look up to. And that's why Lily became the perfect hair model because her hair was so dark and it gave choices. Because so many of us have dark brown hair and we were like, now we can have some fun. Yes. So we've seen blondes with grown out, with their hair grown out and, but not a brunette. And I love your Jessica Beale story in the book. <laughs> True. What a sweetheart, by the way, right? Oh my gosh. Wait, did you see her new TV show, Cruel Summer? I, I'm watching it every week. Oh my I watch gosh, it every it's so week. Good. It's yeah. so good. She so she good. has great taste. Because her other oh, yeah. show, the drama that she was in was really good oh, too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Everything she touches. I agree. What a sweetie. I love your story in this book. Basically, she comes to you and she says, do my hair. And you say, I don't think you need to. I like your root. It's grown out. And then she left your salon and everyone starts taking her photo. And they're like, oh, my God, look at this great hair. Tracy Cunningham just did your hair. And you're like, I didn't color it. I left it. Yeah. That, again, was a trend. These The extra grown out ombre hair. Yes. Yes. Isn't that amazing? It's incredible. Yeah. It's. it's I didn't mean to tell your story for you. But no, basically no, no, what I'm, I'm saying is you... I, please take credit for this. You said runway models, which you could, the Devil Wears Prada thing where it trickles down to us. But you invented that, right? The extra grown out ombre, you, Jessica Beale started that trend because of you. It's so funny. I don't think I did, but I feel like I get credit for it mm -hmm. because I paid attention. And sometimes all you have to do is be silent and pay attention and look around you for inspiration. Because you very easily could have taken Jessica Biel's money and done a color on her. But you said to her, ah, I think your hair looks really good. I don't want to touch it. It's true. It's true. I always say to people, if I turn you away, don't forget this is how I make a living. It's powerful. Mm -hmm. I would love to talk, Tracy, a little bit about at-home hair color tips. I know you're an ambassador for the Olaplex brand. I did an Olaplex mask as I was reading your book, because I have the number three and I never use it. Why? I don't know. Cause my hair is so much softer, even just one use of it. Tell us about Olaplex at home, how people out there can maintain, really strengthen their hair. And then tell me about Malibu C. I ordered 50 of them after <laughs> reading your <laughs> book. So they owe you a check as well. I had never heard of that brand. I don't work for Malibu C. I, I know we got to get you a check. No, I don't need, it's fine. So Olaplex is amazing and you don't have to have colored hair. You just have to have hair. And the number three is a pre-treatment mask and you put it on your hair. You only need to leave it on for 20 minutes, but you can leave it on longer. I sleep in mine because mm -hmm. that's just who I am. I put my hair up in a bun and I just forget about it for a day. If I didn't do that and I'm washing my hair, I wake up in the morning, I put it in my hair, I make breakfast, I make coffee, hop in the shower, I shampoo my hair, I condition my hair, and it makes my curls so much better. It makes hair that has never been colored better. It makes gray hair better. It makes colored hair better. It strengthens. When you brush your hair, when you curl your hair, when you color your hair, you break bonds. But your hair, the bonds that you break, so you brush your hair, they come apart, but they have this magnetic thing that makes them come back, but they don't always come back all the way. And when you use Olaplex, it makes it come back together. I'm not a scientist and I don't know if I said it right, but when you're breaking bonds of the hair to color your hair, you have to break the bonds but we want to bring some of them back. But you can't color hair without breaking the bonds. So 
by using the shampoo and the conditioner, they all have the, the Semino in it that brings it back together, which is amazing. And is there a pro line or a line of Olaplex that you can only get if you're a professional? The number two is the bigger version of the number three. The number three is the at-home version where you would buy at your local salon or mm. Sephora. And what people like to do, people like to find the number two because it's the same thing, but it's bigger. So Interesting. it's a coveted thing that people try to find the number two or they ask their hairstylist, can you just get me the number two? But it's the same thing. It's the same exact thing. But the number zero is the extra strength version. Yes. So what I do is it is a liquid. So what I do is I put my hair up in a bun and I fill the bun up with the liquid. And then I just put a little bit on the top of my hair and then I put the number three over it just to make sure that I'm getting it and I brush it through and it's so good, but it's extra strength. So people think that our number two is extra strength. It's the zero that's number. That's the extra strength. Here's the tea that's brewing. This is what I needed to hear. That's right. I'm getting so, me that zero. That's right. And I will also tell you something that I I will make people so blonde and I'll say, you better do your number three at home. And they often don't, but they have the shampoo and conditioner, which is good because it has the same product in it. So I know that they're getting a little bit of it, but it, they would see more benefits if they did the number zero and number three before they shampooed with the four and five. Now I will tell you this, we are coming out. We, we just came out with moisture mask that is incredible. And it's made for people who are, are, well, it's made for everyone because everybody needs moisture back in their hair, but it also doesn't weigh down your hair. And that's a big problem in my field where I have all these girls that want body in their hair and they don't want to weigh it down. So this one, you have to leave it in your hair for 10 minutes, but I promise you, it'll give you shine. It will give you body and it will give moisture in your hair. I can't wait. We, we do have a salon version of that that has extra ceramides and essential oils and it's even better. It's crazy, but it's coming out. It's coming out later this year. How exciting. Yes. What about Malibu C? You mentioned it in the book. Do we need to get that? Okay. So we interviewed people from the water department that work in the water department and to ask what is going on with the water? What is going on? Because there's so much mineral buildup in everybody's hair. It's crazy. And I'll have a brunette, like you'll come in and I'll start coloring your hair. You'll say, I want to go blonde. And so all of a sudden, the foils start getting hot. Mm. And I'll open it up. And the, the bleach has gone, what we call it lightener now, has gone to liquid. It was, it, it was a creamy consistency. And all of a sudden, it's like water. And it's the, the foil is hot to touch. It's a chemical reaction with the minerals. And it's scary. It happens to a lot of us. And we don't see it as much in your hair. So if you're a brunette, we don't see it as much. But when you're a blonde and I give you the perfect hair color, you leave and you're like, I love my hair. It's so beautiful. The next time you come back, you'll go, oh, I don't know what happened. My hair just, I don't know. It's, it was just gone after a month. It was so dull after a month. And they treat it like it's our fault the colorist, but it's actually your water. It's an important step for you to get Malibu crystals to get the minerals out of your hair. Is that true for everywhere or just our disgusting city of Los Angeles? It's everywhere, but yeah. different places, different problems. There's oh, yeah. a there's a gated community called Beverly Park. I think it's Beverly Park. And the people from Beverly Park have so much green in their hair. And I'm all, the good news is you live in Beverly Park. The bad news is you have green hair. It's crazy. It's like your Russian neighborhood. You turn into the Russian neighborhood, everyone has amazing hair. You turn into Beverly, everybody's got green hair. But it's it's hard. It's hard. Oh, yeah. Wow. I'm excited about Malibu C and the Olaplex 
rundown because I've heard how great Olaplex is, but we officially got an endorsement today and we got the full rundown of the routine. You're about to see a whole different head of hair next time you see me. I mean, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to Olaplex it up every week. Good. When we get the one in four, you're going to have to come in for a professional moisture treatment. Oh, Ooh, baby. I love it. I love a good moisture. Tracy, one thing I did not read in your book, and maybe it was just I missed it somehow. Do you have any opinions on eyebrows matching hair color? Or are there any rules there? Sometimes you see somebody with super really toe-heady blonde hair with like black eyebrows. Or you see somebody with red hair with dark eyebrows. Or Do you have an eyebrow opinion? Typically, eyebrows are not the same hair color. Mm-hmm. They're just not. Yeah. you don't. Do you color people's eyebrows? Sometimes when they match, it's a, a little weird. Right. But with a redhead, you could put color on your eyebrows for like a few minutes just to make it, just to take the edge off of it, just to make it a little warm. But you're not allowed to do that in the state of California. I don't know why, but they just changed a few years ago. Could you do it to yourself though? If I came to mesh, I could go in the bathroom and put a little color on my own eyebrows? Not legally. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Which I would never do anything not legally. Never, never. Never. Wow, how interesting. I had my hair done one time, and the woman, my hair looked great. And then she goes, by the way, you need to warm up your eyebrows a little. Yeah. And I said, wow, I, I appreciate the harsh critique, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. She wasn't wrong. Okay, that's interesting. I'm glad. Did you talk about eyebrows in the book? I don't think you did. I don't think I did either. But well, next edition, we'll add an addendum. Blondes look great with dark eyebrows. Mm-hmm. They just do. Look at January Jones. I'll look at her all day. I mean, she's my leader. Yeah. She's so beautiful. So pretty. And and hasn't aged a day. No. What you is she doing? I need I need her routine. Yeah. Me, you know what? I should ask her. Money's the best lotion. I bet she's using Dr. Sturm. Well, well I'll have to ask her. And bombing herself in it. Okay. Let's talk about redheads. Okay. Okay. You can't really tell in this light. I've gone darker. During the pandemic, again, we were talking about what's the point of I didn't want to have to grow my hair, but I've been coloring my hair red since I was 13 years old. So I am a redhead enthusiast, and this book has gorgeous, gorgeous redheads. Do you have a favorite iconic redhead or a favorite color you've ever done on somebody? Slash, has anyone ever said, I want to be red, make me red, and you talk them out of it? Can red hair be for everyone, Tracy? Red hair is not for everyone. Mm. I love a true natural redhead. Lindsay Lohan. Oh my gosh. Her natural hair color is incredible. I love Fisher. Oh, the most Uh, incredible red hair, natural red hair. The photo of her as a child in this book. I'm looking right at it. Yeah. She's incredible. Emma Stone, who is a natural blonde, but you know what? Since I didn't color her hair the whole time of the pandemic, we realized, I mean, her hair was all grown out and around her hairline, she was all red. (gasps) I said, give me your phone right now. We're taking photos. Look at this hair. Because we, what we do is we highlight her hair and then we put a gloss over and it just all Mary's in and we just do it's all red can shade ZQ we do a little cream shade ZQ and we do a little liquid shade ZQ and it's all done with highlights over highlights so we don't always get to see her hair grown out and it was incredible to realize that she is sort of a natural redhead right a strawberry kind of color yeah yeah but you know it's even stranger her mother well this isn't strange Her mother's a natural redhead and everyone in her family is a redhead. I think there were four brothers and sisters and they all had red hair. She showed me a photo. And it was, so it was great to see that Emma really does have red hair. It makes perfect sense. If your entire family is redhead, I'm assuming they colored her hair at some point in her early career because everyone thinks she's a redhead. She's an iconic redhead, easy A, super bad. Yeah. Yeah. But her she, whole family's redhead, so it vets her even more. Right, right. And she has, she's the most incredible blonde, too. Have mm-hmm. you seen her blonde? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. Did you do her hair color for Cruella? 
No, no, no. That was a wig. Oh, yeah. And I that was something that Tracy mentioned in, is, is in this book as well, is that a lot of times celebrities are wearing wigs. A lot of times. Pull the curtain back. A lot of times when oh. you see, look at Mrs. Maisel. Mrs. Maisel's in a damn wig. I know. I love that show. Me too. But by the way, they have to wear wigs because they can't ruin their hair all the time. It's just, it's so much better. They're not wearing the wigs for real. They're wearing them for parts to become a different person. I could not believe in this book. You did Chrissy Teigen's hair. It was stunning. And then she went off to do a shoot and they used a box dye from the drugstore. I'm like, could they have not Photoshopped that? In Mexico. Yeah. Could they have not Photoshopped her hair in post? Right. Right. It was the most beautiful hair color. The most beautiful hair color. And she was so far away. If she was closer, by the way, I would have loved to have gone to Mexico and darkened her hair with just some shades EQ, but we don't even know what she used on it. It was terrible. And when you're a hired hand, when you're a model, you're a clothes hanger as far as they're concerned. So they'll do whatever they want to you. (laughs) It's true. Mm -hmm. They, you know what? They shouldn't let them. Right. They shouldn't let them get me a wig. They should say. Exactly. Well, she says that now they'll say wigs are too expensive. And then you have to have a little self-worth and say, well, so am I, you know, that's right. This wasn't cheap, honey. Right. Right. And the years that she had to go through getting that hair back, priceless. That's what I'm saying. That was worth way more than a $10,000 wig. Right. Exactly. Very, very intriguing. Oh, yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. Tracy, today we're celebrating your triumphant career, your new book, and I just have to ask you this. Your life is filled with so much glamour, but I would like to know if there was an unglamorous moment. Have you ever screwed somebody's hair up? Yes. My life is filled with (laughs) so much (laughs) (laughs) non-glamour every day. There's nothing glamorous about my life um, except for the people that I, I work on. Yes. Of course I've screwed people's hair up and I love color because you can fix things. I, I still screw up. I'm not perfect. When you screw up somebody's hair, that is. And when I mean screw up, it means we didn't see eye to eye on something. It's too gold. It's, it's too brassy. Can I have a more highlights here? That's not a big deal. Those are easy things. Those are everyone's learning every day how to communicate. And it's mostly communication. I, heard, I don't know if this is true. Do you remember when Gwen Stefani had pink hair? I believe this was in the 90s, I maybe don't. early 2000s. First of all, I've never seen a root on Gwen Stefani. Not even a millimeter of a root. When people say, do you think it's okay for me to color my hair when I'm pregnant? And I always say to them, well, I don't know. I'm only a hairdresser, so ask your doctor. But I think Gwen Stefani highlighted her hair through all of her pregnancies. And nothing's wrong with her kids. And her kids look great. And I always say there's nothing wrong with her kids. So uh, she's the example I use. And they're like, do you color Gwen Stefani? And I'll say, no, I don't, never. Never even met her. I love her, but I've never met her. I appreciate the hustle because I've never seen a root on that woman. I heard that one time her hairdresser was like high and left something on and that the pink hair was a total mistake, but she ended up being like, I think it looks cool. I'll keep it. I don't know if that's true. I didn't know if you maybe heard that at the water cooler or something. No, I didn't, but it's a good story. I'll look into it. Without naming names, is there anyone who you didn't see eye to eye with and they left in a tizzy and that was the end of that yes and it was somebody bringing me black and white photos that astounds me I know people are silly but that's one of the silliest things I've ever heard I like this and then three other photos of three different hair colors 
I like this. I want this in my hair. I want this. I want some red. And I like this picture. I like this color right here. And it was white because it was a black and white photo. And I like this and I like that. And I nearly lost it because I was trying to hold it together and trying to put the red in. I put the white in, you know, trying to do everything to make her happy. And in the end, all she really wanted was to be blonder, I think. And anyways, it was not good. Wow. And you know what? I love the fact that I'm friends with all of my color community. And I love that I can call them up and say, can we please go to dinner? And we all talk about our problems together because it would not be an easy thing to talk about. I have a friend that's in finance and she wouldn't want to hear about this. I wouldn't bug Barbara Sturm about it. I wouldn't bug anyone about something like this unless they were a hair colorist and they could understand what I'm going through. I do the same thing when I get with podcasters. Yeah. Sometimes I'm, I, I, I just, (laughs) I just need to cry and they understand. So our job is so hard. And most of us are like, I wanted to quit my job today. Me too. What happened to you? Oh, well, this girl, la, 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 la. And we all have the same problem. So it feels really good to have colorist friends. Have you been on TikTok at all? A little bit, yeah. There are so many hair color and hairdresser TikToks where they reenact conversations with clients where they do both parts and they're yeah. so funny. And I bet you would be nodding along watching those. Yeah. I've, I've done a few on my Instagram, but I should go and look at them. They're very entertaining. And and as you were saying, it's a universal problem. This isn't just a Los Angeles problem. No. This isn't just no. a celebrity colorist. This is all people. These are people, people. As Molly Sims loves to say that hair color is so emotional. It's emotional. I'm like, yes, it is. It certainly is. It's, it's your head. There's nothing more emotional than your head. No, no. <laughs> Quick question. And I'm sure you've been asked this. It's a basic bitch question, but I, I think it's interesting. If you could do anybody's hair dead or alive, who would you do? Whose color would you do? Would we do a balayage on Prince? <laughs> Would we do no. some low lights on Lucille Ball? Who would it be? Oh, I would love Lucille Ball. Jim Morrison, perhaps. Akio was so beautiful mm-hmm. and such and and so confident in her brunette. But I love her. I love her. She's guess so who alive. I'm named oh, after. You know who I would love? I would love Diana, Princess <gasps> Diana. Yes, that's who I would love. She's in your book. Oh, I know. I love and, her. And her color. It was, I don't know what you would call it. It's blonde, but it's a sort of an ash blonde, would you say? Yes. It's beautiful. She was so beautiful. And it looked, it was real. It was real. Did you watch The Crown? I am not. I've seen, so I got, I was married to somebody. We got a divorce. You know how it is when you watch a show with a person. So I watched the first two seasons with my first husband and now I'm remarried and I have to catch him up before I can watch the rest. So I'm behind on The Crown. Well, you're not behind on your marriages. Uh, you know what? We stack them up. You know how it goes. <laughs> that was quick. Wow. We do what we have to do, Tracy. We do what you have to do. Hey, listen, we learned time Time is of the essence, right? I love that you have had your boyfriend this entire time. You like have a long-term yeah, almost, boo. Yeah, for like 29 years. And the photo of him in here where you did his, you made him blonde, I love. Yeah, he says it's yellow. A willing participant in your training. Yes, yes. That's and true love. Stay in beauty school. Okay, two last questions, and then I'll get you out of here. One, oh, this is all about you. I want to hear about your self care rituals. What are things that you must do for your self care every day or as often as you can? And also, you already dropped the Doctor Stern mask. You look very young. When I saw this book picture, I was like, "Is she my?" Age? I couldn't. When I was reading this book, I was like, "Wait, how long has she been around?" What? So I'm assuming you've picked up some skincare tips, treatments from the people that you do their hair, you chat with, you also do people's, like you do Dr. Serms. Drop a couple treatments you like, products, and self-care that you like. Okay, I love microcurrent. Mm-hmm. I love the LED masks mm-hmm. to wear on your face, those red those red LED lights. I love, I use everything Barbara Sturm. I saw on your Instagram you did an old therapy. Did that hurt like a bitch? 
it hurt like a bitch. Yeah, I did. I did thermage and it was, I felt like I was being tortured. Yeah, but it, the results are super great. So I did like that. I'm trying to think. I just did. I Oh, oh my gosh. Microneedling. Mm. Microneedling is amazing. Amazing. I've done that with Dr. Barbara Sturm. I've done it with Dr. Jason Diamond. Done it at DMH. It's amazing. I'll literally go and get microcurrent anywhere. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But it's amazing. And every day, is there a specific self-care ritual that you must do every day in order to be Tracy Cunningham? Make it out the door with mm-hmm. your glasses and your phone and your bag. I'm such a mess when I'm walking out the door. So I'll say to my assistant, can you believe how not together I am and how successful I am? <laughs> like I'm a fucking mess. I'm like, oh my gosh. The fact that I can just even get out of the house. I'm so proud of myself sometimes. It's like a miraculous feat, your oh, success. It, it, is. it is, but I'm never saying no. So I'm constantly, so what I'm saying is I'll get home at like, 12 at 11 at super late at night. I've got to be out the door by eight. It's hard. It's hard when you have no time alone to yourself. And I have a son, I have six cats, a husband, full-time job. It's a lot, a lot. All of it is a lot. And sometimes I feel overwhelmed. So I'm proud of myself when I get out the door and people are like, you should learn how to meditate and you should learn how to do that. And I'm like, I was like, you know what? I just wake up in the morning and I thank God for everything that I have. And I feel so grateful to be alive. And, and then I bug him for so many things, like all my needs. And then, and then I get on with myself, but I don't even have time. And that's five minutes. And I don't even have time to meditate or do all those things. It's like, but I need to, I need to learn how to relax. I just bought a puzzle. Oh. And- I mean, I'm going to try. I relate to that. I I learned, I went to transcendental meditation training. I paid a lot of money to do it. This was after the divorce. My son does it. I don't do it though. I was a total waste of money. Oh my gosh. Every every day I'm like, I should get back into it. Maharishi University in Iowa. Wow. Yeah. My son Max did. So he's really into it. He's into it. He's just into like yoga and everything. He's just he he just I don't know he just does it every morning. I that I respect that he will live a very long life because stress yeah. is going to kill all of us. No, he yeah, he's amazing. Shout yeah. out to Max. Yeah. Tracy, this has been such a delight. Please tell us where we can find your book, you on the internet, and I bet your books are full, but if anyone out there in LA or surrounding areas is interested in having their hair done could they go to mesh and make an appointment they could i'm not really taking too many appointments these days because i have so many clients that Mm -hmm. that are needing to do just upkeep and we're not at a hundred percent right now so it's hard to take on new people but if you ever needed your color done i would take you on because you're so much fun and i just obsessed since you're not my neighbor so i would love to see you in my chair one day well, these roots aren't going to touch themselves up, Tracy. So you still love being red? Yes, I, I have to be a redhead. I just, it's deep in my body. Okay, but do you put the base on? Do you put a base on or do you? Well, I took my base a lot darker. So this okay. is actually my real hair color. This Oh, I, I, I have childhood photos for you. Do you have any gray hair? Yes. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I'm about 10% gray. Okay, so you don't have too much gray. This is this isn't great to show you on the camera, but this is little me. Cute. I have, but my sister—that's my sister. Her hair is darker than mine. She's full blown bruny. I love it. Well, and mine's sister, just a little I bit lighter. Black hair, and I have red. I had red hair when I was a kid. Oh wow! You see the picture of of me and my sister mm-hmm. with our grandfather. My grandfather is Filipino, and brown and my sister has jet black hair and she's brown and then I had red hair with pearls yeah and I was like pasty and white and I hated it so there this is me in high school wow but that's but that's colored that red okay but where's your awkward moment oh honey don't worry 
Were you the mean girl? No, are you joking? The opposite. I was extremely, I did really well in high school. I flourished. I, I, I could imagine. I was editor-in-chief of the yearbook, as I mentioned. Right. I was student body vice president. I did really well. Yeah. We'll talk about it in your chair, Tracy. Okay, okay. Okay. I love it. And your book is available right now everywhere where books are sold. Yes. True Color. Yeah. Just like the song I sang, honey. True Color, the essential hair color handbook. I love And the pictures in this book. Personal question. Did your advance get eaten up by all the photos in this book? Are you kidding me? I paid to make this book. That's what I'm saying. Because I've been chatting about doing a book. And it's they expensive. say, oh, you can't have color. You can't have all these pictures. No, you can have the photos, but they're expensive. Yeah. And then I was like, did she have to get photo releases from every single one of these people? And then I went to the back and, of course, yes, you did. There are pages and pages. There was a, there was a photo editor that was in charge of doing all of that, Alex Pollock. Yeah. yeah. It takes a village, doesn't it? It takes a village. Tracy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Everybody, please go read Tracy's book, get you a copy. And don't forget that you deserve to be happy. Yeah, I'm talking to you. And don't forget to cream your neck and keep your fringe fresh. Tracy, do you cream your neck? <laughs> It's so funny. This morning I was like, should I mask my neck? Do I have time? And I did. Yes. She not only creams her neck. neck. Yes, of course. She masks her neck. That's another level. That's (laughs) exactly. (laughs) 